You're listening to the European Parliamentary Research Service podcast on regulating arms exports. The EU's common position on arms exports is the only legally binding arrangement by a regional organization regulating arms exports. And while it is true that it has increased information sharing and transparency, national economic and strategic interests often prevail above other considerations. We'll be right back. Selling arms is a profitable business for many European countries, especially France, Germany and the UK. Though profit figures are going down, in 2013, EU member states granted arms export licenses worth more than 36 billion euros. And guess what the first non-EU destination was? The Middle East. Deciding who a country sells arms to remains a national decision, but in 2008 the Council adopted a set of common rules governing the control of exports of military technology and equipment. These rules are based on eight common criteria member states need to take into account when assessing arms export licences. For example, the respect of human rights and international obligations, including sanctions and arm embargoes, the internal situation of the buyer country, the risks to regional peace and security, the international reputation of the destination country and the risk that arms will end up in the wrong hands. Apart from respecting these criteria, the common position obliges member states to notify their arms exports, the financial value of these, the list of clients who have been denied arms and the reason why. Thanks to this information exchange, governments know more about their arms sales. But while there is an annual report on EU arms sales, there's still a lot of room for improvement in terms of transparency. Indeed, external pressure, national strategic or economic interests have trumped in some cases the application of the common criteria. These rules are also interpreted in different ways by different member states. And sometimes they seem to even forget these rules are there. EU countries have exported arms to authoritarian regimes which have used these arms to commit human rights abuses. Their exports to Middle Eastern and Gulf countries are also fueling a regional arms race and increasing instability and many times arms simply end up in the wrong hands. To avoid this problem, it has been suggested to better control the end users and the end users of EU member states' arms exports, and experts are calling for new common criteria to be added, such as the risk of serious corruption or good governance. So what's happening on the policy front? Well, although the next review of the common position is set for 2018, the Council emphasised this year the importance of the IT platform for sharing information on licence denials and the adoption of an updated user's guide. The European Parliament has repeatedly called for a strict application of the common criteria and more transparency, and the draft report by Bodil Valero assessing the implementation of the common position on arms exports raises some interesting points, like the suggestion to extend the criteria to transfers of military services and personnel. For example, the need for a more coherent policy on arms embargoes, the introduction of a standardised reporting procedure for member states and a thorough reporting of denied licences amongst other new proposals. MEPs will have a chance to debate on them on the 16th of December. You're listening to the European Parliamentary Research Service Podcasts.